It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Tuesday, February 6th, 2024. I'm Beckler. My youngest son, Brigham, who's six, one of the biggest fans of the podcast. One of the biggest Venus heads. Last night, McKenna and I are laying in bed watching Downton Abbey. And he appears in our room. And he says, you made a mistake on your podcast. And I said, oh no, what was it? And he said, you said 2023 instead of 2024. And I was like, oh, I bet I've been saying that a lot lately. But, I mean, I think he would have brought it up before then. So, yeah, um, it's February already and I'm still saying 2023. Clean it up. Clean it up, Beckler. On today's show, an etymology, we'll talk about the petition to recall the mayor in Calgary. What a Taylor Swift presidential endorsement could mean. My wife McKenna's got her version of the news. It's a good one today. That and more after you're out of context clip. Real Batman. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I gotta play this clip for you that I have not stopped laughing at since my brother sent it to me. And I don't have any context around it or anything. It's just this super short 10 second clip. This guy's being interviewed, and I don't know who he is, but they're asking him about how many kids he has. And he says this. How many children do you have? 23. 22, baby mother. Real bad man. We've got to break this down. So she says, how many children do you have? And he says, 23 with 22 baby mothers. So he's had 23 children with 22 different women, which means that he's had two kids with one of them so like she must have been real special <laughs> but then he describes himself as a real bad man and I wish you could see his face in this clip because he's not joking like he is not making a joke he knows that he's a bad guy he knows that he is a real bad man <laughs> that is just my favorite clip I'm going to take that clip and I'm going to get it put on a button here in the studio that I can just hit Whenever something happens where someone's done something bad, whether that be in the news or in politics, or if I just roast Shauna real good. Real bad man. I don't know if it's going to become as famous on our show as... Check your panties. It's going to be tough to top check your panties. Check your panties has been huge for us. Check your panties. But I'm pretty excited about... Real bad man. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. When Shauna's away, my wife McKenna helps out by writing her version of the X-99 Morning News. Let's do that. McKenna's. X-99 News. She says, hi guys, I'm back. Thank you, Shauna, for your trip to Japan so I can come and assist my husband. Let's get right into it. You will notice a definite theme of this new segment. Enjoy. Justin Bieber's gigantic coat was the talk of NHL All-Star Weekend. It was an enormous red polka dot Marnie puffer. You probably could have fit at least 10 Justin Biebers in it. Okay, as you know, Justin Bieber was one of the big stars this past weekend at the NHL All-Star Weekend. Bieber served as the official celebrity captain of Team Matthews. According to a TikTok I recently watched moments ago, word on the street is when Bieber got on the ice, he was stacking up with the NHL's elite, and some of the coaches noticed and offered him a one-year contract. <laughs> so maybe we will see him playing next year. Wouldn't that be a treat for everyone? 
Yeah, that sounds very likely. Uh, Justin Bieber performed for the first time in over one and a half years this past weekend, including his hit Eeny Meeny. I would have absolutely killed to be there. I've watched over 100 videos of it so far. He's phenomenal. And Haley Bieber is getting ready for Valentine's Day in a romantic nighty set. I wish we had special Valentine's Day plans. I wonder what we will do. I wonder if you are planning anything. I don't work that day, so I'm pretty free. Oh, my God. Okay, so <laughs> four Justin Bieber stories and then a thinly veiled shot at me to plan something for Valentine's Day. Now you're informed, I guess. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I was listening to this podcast I enjoy, which is hosted by the comedian Tim Dillon. I don't know if you're familiar with Tim Dillon. He's got some wild ideas. He keeps some questionable company, but he's very, very funny. And he was talking about the potential for a Taylor Swift endorsement of Joe Biden's reelection campaign. And what that could mean for the American presidential race. And I'll admit it's something I haven't really thought about, but I guess it's this this big question in the next election in the U.S., this X factor. Will Taylor endorse Joe Biden? And if so, how enthusiastically? And I, the parties are likely preparing for different scenarios. I'm sure Taylor's camp is deciding how best to handle this. And then there's all these like, conspiracies from the conspiracy nuts about how she's a deep state psyop it's really it's really fascinating so taylor swift endorsed joe biden back in 2020 but as tim dillon put it on this podcast things have changed for her even since then she is now the most important figure in america right now taylor swift it's that's it there's this is by the way this is not any type of exaggeration Taylor Swift, at this moment in time, is the most important figure culturally in our country. She's definitely the most influential person in America. There's no question about that. But if her endorsement has the ability to affect the outcome of the election, like if her opinion can help decide who holds the most powerful office in the world, does that also make her the most powerful person in the U.S. as well? Like She's not only the most influential person, but the most powerful Obviously, like she can't make laws or military decisions or anything, but if she has the biggest say in who does, if she could play the role of kingmaker, does that mean she holds the power? Because that's nuts. 34-year-old pop singer might be the most powerful person in the world right now. Now, to be clear, no one believes Taylor's going to convince a bunch of people to change their votes or anything like that, but there is some evidence to show that in the past, when, when she's spoken up about politics, she's had a, not a noticeable impact on voter registration. So... If she concentrated her get-out-the-vote efforts in a few key places, could she swing the election? And here's an even wilder question for you to ponder. What if she ran? What if she ran for president? Would she win? Do you think Taylor Swift as the Democratic nominee could defeat Donald Trump? She might be the only person on earth who could get more media coverage than him. Taylor Swift, here's how about this. Taylor Swift breaks up with Travis Kelsey, starts dating Joe Biden. Biden wins in a landslide. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Friend of the show, Brad, messaged. And uh, man, this just goes to show how, how dialed in we are. We as hosts, you as Venus heads, we're just like on the same wavelength, aren't we? Brad says, you could almost say that Taylor is the one ring. Whoever holds her controls them all. I said, does that mean Travis Kelsey would be Sauron? Brad thought you could say Travis Kelsey's Frodo, bearing the weight of the One Ring is corrupting him. 
and Jace Kelsey is Sam, incorruptible, helping him to the end. Obviously, Trump or Biden are Sauron if they get a hold of her. I'm enjoying the metaphor. Yeah. I think uh, if only things were as black and white as they are in Tolkien's world. There are good guys and there are bad guys. There are some gray areas, but uh, it's pretty cut and dry for the most part, hey? I mean, that is one of the criticisms of not just Tolkien, but I'm sure many of the fantasy world. It's like there are kind of like genocide tones to it, right? Like the idea that you got to exterminate every orc. They can't all be bad, can they? Like, I'm sure there are at least a few orcs who aren't really crazy about what Sauron's regime is doing. They wish things would go differently. Like, even when they show, you know, the big battle formations of the orcs in the films and stuff, the ones at the front are pretty gung-ho. They're amped to be there. They're roaring and banging their shields and stamping their their spears on the ground. But there's got to be a few in the back that are like, hey, yeah, let's get them. You know, a few that don't want to march on Minas Tirith. I'd rather be home playing the guitar or something. It's got to be true. Maybe I need to explore this idea a little further. I'll get on it. In the meantime, I will let you know that this podcast is brought to you by Shane Holmes, which I'm sure you already know unless this is your first episode listening. Shane Holmes offers affordable customization. Most of the homes they have built in their four decades building homes in Calgary have had some form of customization done by the customer. So it's a very common thing, which goes to show you how affordable it is. If you're building a home, learn more about that at ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. The Fangler and Shauna Podcast. We were at my uh, youngest soccer game on the weekend, and I was sitting with my older son, Bo, and uh, a dad, a few people down from us, stood up, and you know, like sometimes dads will get up and they'll kind of make, they'll kind of grunt or whatever, they'll make dad noises as they get up. Well, this dad stood up, and he he goes, McDavid. And me and Bo looked at each other and we're like, did he just declare McDavid out of nowhere? Now, I think it's likely that he was having a conversation with someone that we couldn't hear and McDavid was part of that conversation. But I was like, man, these Terries are getting out of hand. These Euler fan Terries, these Edmonton Terries, just di- just sliding McDavid into everyday sentences now. <laughs> ah, McDavid. You know, I've heard they've been known to shout it during those other fans. McDavid! Not a good McDavid to you. Ah, fine McDavid to you as well. Lovely McDavid we're having today, hey? Ah, you're telling McDavid. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. My wife McKenna is a really good baker, and she's always making delicious treats and stuff, which is pretty dangerous if you're someone who's also trying to focus on, on your fitness and keep your diet nice and tight. To have all this delicious baking in the house all the time is just asking for trouble um she was making cookies yesterday trying out a new recipe and they like the whole house smelled like freshly baked chocolate chip cookies and of course the boys and i wander over to see what she's doing but sometimes like sometimes she won't allow us to dive right into the baking it's you know she's got plans for it that don't involve us or so we were all just standing over this uh rack of freshly baked cookies taking good whiffs just So the next best thing, I guess, if you can't drive one into your schmutz, you can just take a big sniff of the freshly baked cookies. Um, my favorite treat in the whole world, like if I'm gonna be burning, if I'm gonna be in taking some calories, if I'm gonna be treating myself, it's a Safeway donut. I love the donuts that Safeway makes, and they're very reasonably priced. 
And they, you know, the way they have them arranged in the glass case and everything, like it's just, oh, it's just the best. But every time I'm at Safeway, I can't get a donut every time I'm in there. It's too much. So sometimes, sometimes McKenna and I just walk by and open up the donut case. And again, take a real good huff. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that will get me through until the next time I allow myself to buy a donut. Hey, Beckwith. What's up? Just wanted to uh, get in on that story about just smelling the goods and not tasting it. <laughs> yeah. I work by Costco South. Okay. So muffin day. Oh. You can't work outside. <laughs> it just smells too good, hey? Yeah. Yeah, and I get to work right around the time where they just start making them, so it's like lunchtime. Oh, man. It's like, oh, man. So now I got to get to work, clock in, smell muffins all day, and then try and sneak a snack in as soon as I start work. And those muffins are huge, too, right? That would be a real treat to have one of those. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, one of them chocolate banana ones, a little you, bit of butter on there. Hell yeah. Do you think the workers get nose blind to it? Like, is it as exciting for them as it is for us? Oh, I would have to think they would be, right? Like yeah. The hot, like, the guys that work in, like, the hot dog water area, like... <laughs> I bet you they don't want to go home and have hot dogs after that. It's probably, yeah, probably true. I remember asking a pizza delivery guy about that one time. He's like, I hate the smell of pizza. Yeah, I had a buddy of mine who was delivering pizza, and he had an extra. He bought another car just to deliver pizza because his daily driver was just. Yeah, I've wondered that too. You know, you go on a date or something, pick someone up, and your car just stinks like tons of pizza. Like I, I know after I pick up like Ronnie's for the kids or whatever, I get home and I get in my truck the next day, especially if it's summertime. Yep. It's like, uh, you could tell I had a Big Mac in here. And if one of the kids forgets their bag in the back seat, oh, uh, look out! Or a petrified, petrified chicken nugget. Which Costco is that? Okotoks or? Nope, uh, Heritage. Yeah, I work at uh, a concrete company that's right there. Is that the one with the big conveyor belt that you can see from the? It sure is. Yeah. Well, I mean, on the other hand, cheap lunch whenever you want it, right? Yeah, if I ever get out to get there, it's uh, usually the place to go. You That's get right. Pizzas for like twenty bucks. So. Cheaper than packing a lunch. Right. X nine two nine. Good morning. No. Um. Hold on, I'm trying to pay. Where are you? I'm at Cobb's. Well, say hi to the uh, to the Cobb's folks for me. <laughs> uh, the radio host at XFM says hi. Thanks. Take care. She said enjoy, guys. Oh. <laughs> How are you doing, man? Um, I heard you talking about the baking. Yes. Speaking of smelling great smells, hey? Exactly. Yeah. Look at the timing. Fresh morning pods. Best time to go there. Except their their smell doesn't seem to like pour out into the neighborhood like some places do. I don't know if they vent it differently because I used to live by one and it, I wasn't like constantly tempted by it. I've, I've noticed that as well, which I found really interesting because, yeah, because I've gone to like KFCs. Uh, you can be four blocks away from a KFC and smell that. KFC might be the most potent smelling restaurant. I just thought of a place that might outdo it. Burger King? Cinnabon. Oh, man. Yeah, I think that's that, all, that almost has to be artificial. Like I think so. Yeah. It has to be. There's something going on there. Regarding your, your wife's baking and stuff. Yeah. Because you guys I know are very fitness motivated and... You know, you're watching what you eat and all that stuff. Yep. But here's the thing, coming from an old guy. Um, at some point, your body's not going to want to do that stuff anymore. It's or true. Or won't be able to. It's true. And you're going to be thinking about all this work that you put in <laughs> to look better for your partner, who loves you regardless, 
and you missed out on all that good stuff. That is a good point. I have thought about that. It is a losing battle. You know, I'm 35 now, and like I'm not getting more fit than I was. So no, no, unless you're gonna you know change your lifestyle, start working out six hours a day, like you know Alan Rickman or Rickinson or whatever his name is, the Reacher guy, or yeah, taking steroids or The Rock. Yeah, yeah. you know, and then uh, yeah, no, then you're hooped. <laughs> 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 so so indulge while you can. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Did you see this petition that's been filed to recall Mayor Jody Gondek? So if you remember back to twenty twenty two, the provincial government brought in some legislation allowing the recall of municipal politicians, but only if the petitioner can collect signatures from forty percent of the population. And that is a hugely important detail here. Not forty percent of eligible voters 40 percent of the population which if you know anything about municipal elections is basically impossible like it it means that we calgary with a population of 1.2 million people this petition would require over half a million signatures that's far more people than will even vote in a typical civic election and the signatures all have to be witnessed and they can't be collected online they have to be signed in person so the bar is incredibly high, as uh, I imagine it should be to undo a democratic election. I guess it's a good thing this mechanism does exist in the event that an absolute tyrant came to power in municipal government. But is there even such thing as a tyrant in municipal government? Like, you got to remember that the mayor is just one vote on council. So whatever issues you have with a mayor, you probably have with at least a few councillors who vote in a similar way. Oh, and also those half a million signatures need to be collected in 60 days. So they would need like an absolute army of volunteers collecting these signatures. And even then, I just I, I just don't see how that's even possible. I think the energy spent on an impossible petition would be much better spent on the next Calgary election, which is slated to happen in 2025. But that's just me. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Etymology with Shauna. Shauna's not here, but we can still do some etymology, can't we? I heard the word shenanigans the other day. Shenanigans has got to be one of the most fun words that anybody says anywhere. And I feel like maybe Shauna looked into this at one point, and maybe I just didn't remember, because there isn't a satisfying origin to this word. So the earliest known use of the word shenanigans, I actually have three uh, semi-related terms here. Shenanigans is just the first of them. Uh, The earliest known use of the word shenanigans was during the California gold rush in 1855. But there are several similar sounding words in different languages, which all kind of have to do with fraud or deceit. Like in French, there's uh, say manigances, which is these fraudulent schemes in Irish. Oh, I'm going to butcher this one. Uh, Shanaquagim in East Anglian. There's nanaking. So they're all kind of like in the, realm of shenanigans, and they all mean sort of the same thing, but I guess we don't fully know where the word shenanigans came from. Uh, There's also the word tomfoolery, the term tomfoolery, which means playful or foolish behavior. You're engaging in a bit of tomfoolery. So in the Middle Ages, a stupid person might be called a tomfool. And the name Tom was chosen just because of how common it was. Merriam-Webster said similar to how someone today might refer to an everyman as any Joe Blow, just because Joe's a real common name, Tom Fool is kind of like that. Uh, and finally, grab assery. Well, that comes from the English grab ass, 
as in to goof around, grab an ass instead of doing something productive, doing what you're supposed to be doing. As in like, hey, quit quit with the grab assery and get back to work. Etymology with Shauna. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I have some new Fortune 500 businesses for you. These are businesses with great puns in their name. Shauna and I are, we keep thinking that we've, we, we've touched on all the good ones, that there are no great pun businesses left that we haven't mentioned yet because we've covered hundreds of them at this point. Um, so we've had to cast the net a little bit wider. I have four for you. Two are from around here. Two are from further away. Uh, so I'll start with this one. I got a message from friend of the show, Roger, who was visiting the Philippines recently, and he passed a place, a juice bar called John Lemon Juice Bar. <laughs> nice play on John Lennon's name. Um, uh, what else do I have here? Okay, uh, Kim, who my coworker Kim, who works upstairs, she's in Regina right now. And walked past a coffee shop there called Brood Awakening. That's a really good one. You got like a double meaning going on there. Brood Awakening. Uh, and then a couple local ones that I thought were really funny. I was just clicking around on Google Maps the other day and I came, you know, like how it'll show the name of a business on the map. I came across this place down near Okotoks called Horseplay Ranch Adventures. <laughs> A little bit of horseplay going on down there. And finally, from friend of the show, John. John said, you probably can't say this one on the radio. And I said, oh, I think I can, John. But I just got to be very careful with how I enunciate it. It's a, a pho place up on 16th Ave, I believe, called Pho Kingdom. And I'll leave that with you. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Hey, hey, what did you learn today? Earlier on the show, we were talking about why some restaurants smell so strong from the outside, why you can tell if there's a KFC anywhere in the vicinity or a Burger King or bakery seem to be a big one. A friend of the show, Daniel, messaged and said, I work in HVAC and restaurants with deep fryers exhaust straight out, which is why the smell is so strong. I've done work at Grow Ops and there are carbon filters that help reduce the smell. Bakeries may not have exhaust fans and filters in the return air that would help reduce the smells, delicious or not. So an explanation as to why you smell certain restaurants the way you do. Justin from X Middays brought up um, <laughs> like weed smokers in college dorm rooms would make these blowers. I don't know what the actual name for it is, but like a paper towel tube with bounce sheets stuffed into it so that you could blow the smoke through there and then it wouldn't really stink up the room. So he said maybe bakeries don't have those going. <laughs> like the bakery's got a weed blower and it's exhaust fan. Oh man, we're getting so baked in here. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X929. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X929.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. X After Hours, a weekly podcast that brings X Afternoons with Mariah and Ty to another level of awesome and allows you to listen on your own terms. Go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio. Like, f they're going to say f Find X After Hours wherever you get your podcasts or on the X app.